From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. A battle between two Arizona tribes over Indian gaming is offering proof how the Jack Abramoff scandal that rocked K Street, Capitol Hill, and Indian country a decade ago hasn't ruined the lucrative business of representing Native American interests before Congress. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by money and politics reporter Kate Ackley. So, Kate, we have the Gila River Indian community facing off against the Tohono Udom Nation. What's at stake exactly? Well, there's big money, as you know, in casinos that are run by um, American Indian tribes. And the Gila River Indian community operates three casinos outside of Phoenix, very lucrative business. And the Tohono O'odham Nation wants to build a casino in Glendale, Arizona, very close to uh, some of the casinos operated by the Gila River tribe. And so they've been battling it out in the courts and, you know, pursuing litigation. This has been going on for years and years, and they have brought this fight to Congress. And there is a bill that has worked its way through the House committee process, and it would essentially, it's H.R. 308, it would essentially uh, prohibit the Tohono O'odham Nation from operating, opening and operating their um, sort of Las Vegas-style casino in Glendale, Arizona. And it has a lot of people on both sides up in arms. And, of course, they brought out the lobbyists. Both sides have, and, and they're, they're spending a lot of money on this fight. Now, Indian tribes are sovereign nations. Why do they even need to hire lobbyists? Um, is is recognized as sovereign by the federal government, but it, but they also have to have the the blessing of the federal government to operate their casinos, and they need to sort of operate in the power corridors of Washington D.C. just as much as they do on their own tribes. Now, a decade ago, Jack Abramoff's lobbying on behalf of tribal clients kicked off a scandal that led to 20 convictions or guilty pleas, the resignation of an Ohio congressman, Bob Ney. It was captured uh, famously in a film, Casino Jack, with Kevin Spacey. But how much did that really tarnish the lobbying industry? Just like in any industry, there are bad actors, bad players. But I think when you talk about tarnishing the image of lobbyists, it, it did, you know, because it, it sort of proved what everyone already thought that that they knew about lobbyists. They, they sort of expect lobbyists to be corrupt. It, what it did was almost a decade ago, it ushered in a new wave of lobbying and ethics laws. So you hear people, lawmakers and candidates on the campaign trail all the time, bashing lobbyists or saying, you know, we need to we need to overhaul the system. We need to change campaign finance laws and, and lobbying laws. Well, the Jack Abramoff scandal so rocked K Street and Capitol Hill that got Congress to actually move and, and do a whole new revamp of lobbying and ethics laws. So there's real stuff that came out of out of that situation. So how much did lobbying for Indian gaming interests bring in last year? It brought in about $24 million, and that is a, a figure that was tabulated by the nonpartisan Center for Responsive Politics. They went through all of the lobbying reports that are filed quarterly, and they figured that it was a $24 million industry last year. They also are tabulating it's on track for about the same, 24 to $25 million. 
for this year. That's real money, and that only represents the money that's reported in federal lobbying. That does not include some of the other um, affiliated services that might be public relations or other parts of a campaign that are going on. It, it is an area that has been growing, and um, but for perspective, it's about a third as much money uh, that the defense industry spends in Washington. And casinos are only one of the issues on which tribes seek lobbying help, right? Absolutely. I mean, the people who are in this, uh, even the people who are working on this uh, Gila River and, and Tohono O'odham fight, they have numerous um, American Indian clients, and gaming is often part of it because you need to have revenue to pay lobbyists. So the casinos obviously bring in a lot of revenue. But the, a lot of the other issues, um, they include straight-up sort of policy, energy, and environmental issues. There's a lot, especially in the West, that has to do with water rights and things like that. As you know, those are big issues in the West. So that's something that the tribes have a, a, um, a unique stake in. Uh, anything that's land use um, and so forth, they also have labor issues and, and things that are uh, also dealt with at the federal level, but are not specific to casino operations. So it really runs the gamut of uh, major issues that Congress may be considering. Money and Politics reporter Kate Ackley on the big business of representing Native American tribes in Washington. Thanks very much. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud.